This is Rhema for Today. Then God gave him further revelation, which was a word of wisdom, because it concerns the plan and purpose of God and points to the future. Go thy way, Jesus said, for he, Saul of Tarsus, is a chosen vessel unto me. Hallelujah. To bear my name before the Jews and Gentiles and kings, and I'll show him what great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Hallelujah. Well, now then, the only way in the world that Ananias could know that Saul of Tarsus was even converted and had had a vision and had seen a man coming in, putting his hands on him, was by revelation. Amen. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Now, there's another thought here I want you to get. Lord, he said, what wilt thou have me to do? He said, go into the city and it'll be told thee what thou must do. But I want to ask you a question. What if he had not gone into the city? Then it would not have been told him what he must do. Amen. Now you can see where a lot of folks miss it. They're wanting God to show them the whole thing. He didn't show him everything. He just said, go in the city and it'll be told you. They want God to give them the whole plan, see the whole thing ahead of time. And he's not going to do that. He don't work that way. You'd be walking beside them, not by faith. And the reason a lot of folks haven't got any more is they haven't gone into the city yet. Amen. See, that can be symbolic. In other words, you haven't taken the step that you already know yet. And when you take that step, then it'll be told you. So go into the city. And it'll be told thee what thou must do. Now then, as we skip down just a little further in that ninth chapter, there was in the church there a certain disciple. Now we in our language today would say a certain layman named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision. Again, here's Jesus appearing to him in a vision. And sometimes a word of knowledge and revelation comes in a vision. And so the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he said, I'm here, Lord. He said, arise and go into the street called Straight and inquire in such and such a house for Saul of Tarsus. Now notice, for behold, he prayeth. And Saul of Tarsus has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand upon him that he might receive his sight. Well, how did he know? Now notice this. He began to argue just a little bit with the Lord. He said, Lord, I've heard about that fellow. What havoc he's wrought in the church at Jerusalem and how that he has letters here in his possession, giving him the authority to put in bonds in jail and change them there in that way. In other words, he's trying to tell him, Lord, you know, you're sure that's right. And notice what the Lord said. Now, first of all, he gave him a word of knowledge. How could he know where he was, what house he's in, what street? How could he know 
that he is praying. And, ha and Saul has had a vision now. And seen a man named Ananias coming in. Amen? Well, that was a revelation, wasn't it? Then God gave him further revelation, which was a word of wisdom. Because it concerns the plan and purpose of God and points to the future. Go thy way, Jesus said, for he, Saul of Tarsus, is a chosen vessel unto me. Hallelujah. To bear my name before the Jews and Gentiles and kings. And I'll show him what great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Hallelujah. Well, now then, the only way in the world that Ananias could know that Saul of Tarsus was even converted. And had had a vision. And had seen a man coming in, putting his hands on him, was by revelation. Amen. A word of knowledge. Concerning, you see, of course, facts, events, and so on. Well, thank God. Thank God for supernatural manifestations of the Spirit. We have the same Holy Ghost today that they had then. And thank God he manifests himself today just like he did then. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, now you'll notice again also in the 10th chapter of Acts, you remember that uh, concerning Cornelius and how that an angel appeared to him in his home and said to him, your prayers and alms have come up as a memorial before God. That angel couldn't preach. Angels can't preach. God's ordained that men should preach the gospel, the Bible says. But the angel could tell him where he could go get somebody to tell him, hallelujah. Whereby, as the scripture said, thou and thy house shall be saved. Send men to Joppa and inquire in the house, you know, for Simon Peter. Well, you know, then the scene changes. And he went out, Peter went out on the housetop to pray and fell into a trance and had a vision. And he saw this giant sheet let down from heaven by the four corners. And he saw all kind of beast upon it, both clean and unclean. And he heard a voice say, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Not so, Lord, nothing uncleans ever entered my mouth. That happened three times and then vanished away. And the voice said, which was the Lord, of course, said, Call thou not unclean that which I've cleansed. Well, he's sitting up there on the housetop, according to the scripture, wondering what this meant. He don't know the meaning of it. When the Spirit said to him, the Bible said the Spirit, that means the Holy Ghost said to him, Three men seek thee at the outer gate. How could he know the three men were there at the outer gate? Only by revelation of the Spirit. Three men seek thee at the outer gate. Go with them nothing doubting. And you know the outcome of it. Gentiles were brought into the kingdom of God. Well, thank God that was revelation, wasn't it? Praise the Lord. Now, the, the Spirit of God, as I said, is the same Holy Ghost today that he was in Bible days. And he manifests himself the same way. And we should expect him to do so. And we should learn how to cooperate with him and flow with him. Amen. Now let's notice from the Bible, several, we can't look at it all, of course, but several scriptural references to the manifestation 
of the word of knowledge or manifestation of the word of knowledge. Now look, for instance, go back to the second Kings. Second Kings. I want you to notice here in second Kings, the sixth chapter, the ninth verse through the twelfth verse. Now notice, and the man of God, this is talking about Elisha, the prophet, sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of, and saved himself there not once nor twice, so evidently several times. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of you is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. Now notice here, that the word of knowledge was manifest to warn a king of an enemy's plan of destruction. And sometimes the word of God, the word of knowledge is manifested today, hallelujah, to save us from a lot of things and even from the work of the enemy. Amen. Praise God. Now, the word of knowledge will operate through a vision sometimes, or the Lord appeared unto you. Or sometimes the Holy Ghost who dwells within you will just give you a warning. I was holding a meeting in one of our largest cities several years ago. And there was a man there that's a Pentecostal, full gospel evangelist. And so he was home between meetings. He was coming to my meetings, particularly the day services. We went out to eat lunch one day. And he was telling me that he coming in from the meeting and he took his wife and his several little children, about four, I think, and he took them out to, for dinner one evening. And they were sitting there in the restaurant, had a glass of water there, had their menu, hadn't ordered anything yet. And he said, suddenly, it's just like something on the inside of me. He said, go home now. And he said, well, uh, we just got here. But he said that that came up within him again. Well, the Holy Ghost is inside you. He'll pass that information on to your spirit. Your spirit will pass it on to your mind. And so the third time that happened, he said, I just suddenly said, I don't know why, but let's go home. And so he said, I said to the waitress, you know, we haven't ordered yet and we're going to have to leave. And so we got in the car and went home. Now, I've been to his home, to his house. It sat on a corner. And the way they had to come as they come towards the house, just as they turned the corner, the whole back end of their garage blew out. The water heater exploded. And it blew the whole back of the garage out. But they were right there on the spot and was able to put it out right away. No damage was done particularly, except just, just right there. But you see, they could have lost their entire home. The thing could have caught on fire before somebody noticed it. But he was there, praise God. I know that that was the Holy Ghost that warned him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Praise God forevermore. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the two-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled "In Him," and the next book from Kenneth Hagen entitled "Speak to Your Mountain," and the slimline book "Because of Jesus" by Kenneth Hagen. All this for the special radio price of twenty-seven dollars. Call toll-free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll-free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at rama.org. That's r h e m a dot o r g, rama dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box five zero one two six, Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven four one five zero. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. We're still accepting applications、We、for Rama Bible College. Yes, and you can go online at、uh, rbtc.org,、mm-hmm. and and all the information's there. Of course, we have the pastoral studies, the biblical studies. Which, if you just want to study about the Bible, we have the helps. We have the itinerant, world missions, worship, student ministries,、yes. which is kids and youth. Yes,、uh, it's all there. So if you want to come. Uh, hey, go right now, rbtc.org, and just get all、yeah. the information, fill out the application, the application, and then get here. That's、okay. right. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, "The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing." If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.